0: You're listening to the Husker Online Show, your authority on Nebraska athletics.
1: I think it kept them together.
0: You know, somebody asked me about a drama-free signing day. Um, We expected to sign this group of kids. They all signed. They all signed this morning. I called them all and told them congratulations. I think their their bond and and talking to each other and their determination to to turn Nebraska into a, a winner probably held the class together really well. And made our jobs easy and I hope they continue to make our jobs easy final segment here of the Husker line show Sean Callahan Nate Klaus as uh, we're going to close up with some recruiting talk we took a break from the recruiting and did some Rutgers Nebraska talk with Robin Washett but uh, going to close the show up here with Nate as uh, you heard Scott Frost pretty drama free Nate but still some moving parts out there um, Avante Dickerson at Westside but besides that situation Nate what else are you going to be keeping your eyes on
1: well, I mean, yeah, you, you mentioned Vontae Dickerson, um, you know, who has uh, decided not to sign on Wednesday, and, and uh, you know, I feel like that's that bodes well for Nebraska. Um, you still have Tia Savea, the four-star defensive end out of uh, out of Las Vegas, who is is uh, kind of still deciding what he's going to do down to Nebraska, USC, uh, UCLA, and that's that's a relationship and and. You know, a kid that, that Nebraska's been on forever, uh, and, and a relationship that uh, Tony Toyote has been able to develop with him that that's really kept Nebraska in it there. And uh, you got a four-star linebacker out of Hawaii, Winden, Hoo Oolei. Um, <laughs> say that ten times fast. Uh, I don't I don't know if I nailed that or not. Probably not. But uh, regardless, you've got a the number one player in Hawaii. Um, you know, he's a linebacker that could play inside or outside for Nebraska, uh, and he's very, very much interested in, in, uh, in the Huskers. And um, And I'll just say, I mean, if Tony Toyote can get a kid from Hawaii uh, to commit uh, in a year where there are no unofficial or official visits, I mean, that's, that, uh, that, that speaks pretty highly of your connections uh, to the islands there.
0: Yeah, Nate, we've been around a lot of recruiting at Nebraska and you worked on the other side of it and you've seen a lot of surprises, a lot of a lot of things happen that you weren't expecting to happen. This one would have to rank right up there if, if they pulled the number one player out of Hawaii.
1: Yeah, I mean that that would be that would be yeah I, I wouldn't say a complete shocker. But I mean that it would it would defy all reason. Um, you know, I, I think uh, you could you could make a list ten times longer for why uh, he, <laughs> that wouldn't happen than, than you could for why it would. But like I said, uh, uh, Tony Toyote has a lot of connections on the islands, and uh, you know, and, and I've been told by people too that you know when he goes back there, it's like uh, the schools shut down. Uh, you know, people people from around the communities come to the high school to come see, uh, Tony. And I mean, he's, he is highly, highly regarded there. And, and so, uh, you know, the, the fact that he's got, um, and not just winded, but there are a couple other prospects uh, that he's had on the hook that, that have been you know, considering Nebraska too. Um, you know, the the fact that he's been able to do that is not surprising, but, you know, it, again, it, it would be, it would be a monumental task, uh, to, to get the number one player to to commit to going all the way to Nebraska without ever having you know stepped foot on campus. Well,
0: and correct me if I'm wrong here, Nate, that kind of recruiting over there, it just falls under the radar. There's just not the type of camp coverage, game coverage, media coverage uh, that we're used to seeing in the states here. It's almost a whole other world um, where some of that stuff, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people were – are will be pretty surprised because you just peg a guy like that going to the Pac-12. I mean, oh, he'll go to USC or Washington or Oregon. Um, you know that that's just kind of the trend that those types of kids have over the years uh, from Hawaii.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's obviously there's um, you know distance is is not something that's gonna you know necessarily be a make or break deal, but um, it's it's probably easier, obviously, to to get to the West Coast. Um, you know there's a lot more polynesians uh on on the west coast too and you know that's that's just kind of kind of the the trend kind of the kind of what what you do you know if you're a highly recruited prospect you know nine times out of ten that's that's kind of where you end up or at least in that area of the country um but yeah uh, you know, the nebraska would would buck a major trend there if they were able to to get that happen and uh you know I think it would be the first signing from Hawaii
0: for so 20 twenty twenty
1: plus years.
0: Tony Finau probably right. I mean that, that's the last one I can yeah. remember. I mean, you had it's, yeah, you had that run with Dominic Riola, Tony Tata, Junior Tagawai, and and Tony Finau. There were four um, Hawaiian players that came and somewhere from St. Louis, but they all kind of came in a group and Milt Tenniper pulled that off. So yeah, we still got a ways to go. He's not announcing until probably at least January. Um, but the feel on that one is at least pretty good right now.
1: Yeah, you know, I, I um the limited conversations that I've been able to have with him, uh you know, I I get the feeling that, that Nebraska is is not just in the mix. I, I feel like they're, they're kind of in the driver's seat with, with this deal. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens. There's it, still, you know, with all these guys that we're talking about, it's still kind of a, a long time between now and, and January in, in the, as far as recruiting is concerned, uh, where things can, can honestly change with, with just uh, one phone call. So, uh, So we'll see what happens. But um, again, I think, I think, uh, you, you can't complain about where Nebraska is sitting with a couple of these guys. That's for sure.
0: And Nate, now looking ahead to 2022 for next year, I know at this time of year, we're usually breaking down the numbers and being like, man, it's going to be a small class. And I, I feel yeah. like, I feel like now with the transfer portal and the one-time transfer rule, I mean, it's, it's basically 25 every year. Am I wrong?
1: Yeah, I mean, pretty much. Uh, you know, I don't know. You know, with COVID and everyone getting a free year, um, you know, I don't know how much that that is going to impact the the overall numbers, and and obviously, you know, depending on what happens at certain positions, you know, uh, if guys decide to come back or if guys leave if there's a bunch of departures at certain positions and that's going to, that's going to swing your numbers uh, one way or the other uh, quite drastically. But yeah, I mean, with as prevalent as the, the transfer portal has become, uh, I think it is going to be, you know, you can pretty much count on at least 23, you know, 22, 23 every single year and and more than likely 25.
0: Well, yeah, it's um, it's changed the game and, and we knew it would, but I, I think just, I mean, I tweeted over a seven-day period in December, there were 168 entries in the portal in Division One college football just in just in one week here in this past uh, this past week.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's a little a little ridiculous, and um, I mean basically there's there's more kids in the portal than there are going to be open spots around the country, and um, you know I think that sometimes it sounds. It sounds kind of nice. It's, it's convenient. It's a, you know, maybe an easy out if you're, if you're having a, a rough go or, or if you're, you know, if you're having a bad week, <laughs> you want to, you want to say, well, um, I'm going to throw the towel in here and, and go, Go in the transfer portal, um, you know that's fine, uh, but you, you better have a plan. I think if you're going to do that, and um, you know, there's obviously we've seen guys have a plan uh, where and it works out pretty seamlessly. And and uh, unfortunately, I think there's a lot of those kids have plans, and uh, you know they might end up regretting that decision.
0: Yeah, it, it's a it's a tough deal. Um, there's no doubt, but. You know, I think Nebraska has kind of taken on the stance like, look, we're going to hold maybe two to three spots every year for the portal. And I think they'd like to be at 23 this year. They may, they may end up with 22, uh, but I think 23 is kind of the, the sweet spot they'd like to finish with and then hold a couple back for that
1: portal. Yeah, you don't want to necessarily rely on, uh, you know, having to get a couple guys or, or certainly, you know, hitting a home run in the transfer portal at a couple of positions, but uh, you also don't want to you know be completely full and, and you know miss an opportunity to bring in a difference maker either. So uh, I think it is smart to, to have a couple in your back pocket just in case something uh, comes along where, where it could potentially change a program or, or at least give you a big boost or, or some major depth uh, at, at certain positions.
0: Well, Nate. Usually, I'd be at this time. Well, you know, congr- thank you for uh, running around the country and flying around, going to signing ceremonies, going to camps. But we didn't have to do any of that this year, so it was it was a <laughs> lot of different um, year for us. But still, a, a different kind of year. But um, thank you uh, for all the work you and Mike and Brian and Greg Peterson, the entire team have done. As uh, you bring a lot of great recruiting coverage uh, to Nebraska fans that. You know, quite frankly, very few teams in college football get that level of coverage. So uh, we made it through another one, and um, it's always good to have this day behind us.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Hopefully, hopefully this cycle is just an anomaly and, and I can get back to, to traveling and, and going to camps and, <laughs> and doing that type of thing again.
0: All right. Well, uh, Nebraska Rutgers. On Friday, I will be in New Jersey um, and we'll be on on watch here as there's still potential of letters that could come in through Friday. But uh, make sure you log on to HuskerOnline.com. Thanks again for joining us this week on Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics.